If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. Guys, week four is in the books, and we're pushing on to week five. Our week five NFL games of the week are here. And guys, I know in our impressions, we didn't talk about any of the COVID stuff. We're over it. Milo and Kev, we don't want to talk about it. We're just praying we get enough football to get us through the rest of the year. But no COVID talk here. But what's going on, guys? What do you, we got for some good games this week? I'm going to kick it off. Game I'm really excited for, and I hope it happens. It'd be the Titans and the Bills, man. Titans have looked good all season, despite my prediction that they wouldn't be. And the Bills are undefeated. Another miss on my part, even though I thought they'd win the division. But it's a power-running team versus a team with a dynamic QB and two very tough, gritty defenses. It's going to be a great game. Yeah, Lou, I actually had that as uh, one of my games of the week this, this week, too. So I'm glad you got into that. And I agree. I mean, I think this is definitely going to be one of the the better games of the week. Uh, a lot of weird games this week, too. A lot of weird matchups. But definitely one of the better games of the week. And two very good defenses going at it. And two very, I guess you could say, interesting offenses going at it. I mean, I love the way Josh Allen's playing this year. Ryan Tannehill's been turning a lot of heads. So I think it's just a lot of a lot of young guys in this game that have a lot to prove. I just think it's going to be a very gritty game, very ground and pound. No, it, it definitely is. And guys, take it as you want. And if you don't want to believe it, then you don't have to. But that game has two top 10 teams in the NFL right now. Whether you guys think that's a hot take or not, wait till you hear our power rankings because I guarantee you at least two out of three of us are going to have both of those teams in there. Kev, that's a little hint there. So, Oh, I was just about to say at me, bro. At me next time, bro. <laughs> but guys moving to the next game of the week i know a lot of you might not view this game as something ready to watch but like kev said it's a really weird week as far as matchups go so i think this vegas chiefs game is going to be a very underrated game we saw how close it was when kansas city played against the chargers against a rookie quarterback and i don't know if that was because they were unprepared for a rookie quarterback or, you know, if that was a division game, obviously the Chiefs still had their comeback and had enough time to win. But Vegas has looked fairly well so far this season. Um, we're going to see what, what Gruden can do. I'm expecting, you know, the Chiefs to be able to do their thing as always as they just got a dub over Kevin's New England Patriots, a, a nice win for the best team in the AFC. But, but what do you guys got for another game or anything to add with the Vegas and Chiefs? Yeah, that's going to be high-flying and high-scoring. Uh, that Kansas City defense is very, 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 very suspect. And if it wasn't for the Patriots, two stray dogs at quarterback. I mean, Stidham shouldn't be on the field yet, and Brian Hoyer is literally a journeyman if I've ever seen one. So I do think if Cam's there, that was a different game. But my next game, man, Colts-Browns. I mean, high-powered offense, high-powered defense, both 3-1. and one. I, I think it's going to really tell us a lot about both teams. Should be interesting seeing how the Colts will, will cover all that dynamic offense and if they can really expose that Browns defense for what it's been all year and, and, and pretty poor. So big game for JT, but you guys will find out about that in the fantasy rankings. First of all, take take it as you will, but uh, 
no doubt in my mind that if Cam Newton played tonight, the Pats would have 100% won that game. But oh, that's besides, that's besides the point. That's stop besides it. the point. There we oh, go. Please. We, left, we, left three, we left at least three or four field goals on the uh, board today because of red zone fumbles and interceptions and all that other. Pat Mahomes should have had three picks. I don't want to hear it. Forget about it. You guys are Pats haters. Cam Newton plays. We win that game by at least a touchdown. But anyway – Lou, great pick with the Colts-Browns game. Looking forward to it. I mean, I know, hate to admit it, but your Colts are doing their thing this year. I'm just excited to see. I mean, the Browns have been putting up a lot of points these last few weeks. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what they can do against an actually good defense and, and see if they can, you know, keep that offense going or if they have to, you know, kind of hit the hit the brakes a little bit. But, Lou, that was one of my games of the week. So, since you stole my first two, I'm going to dive in with another one. And that's this Bears-Bucks game. I think this is going to be – a this is one of those matchups that is kind of weird, but I do think it's going to be a very good game. This is a defense that Brady's not really that familiar with and a defense that's not really that familiar with Brady. So, I think it'll be interesting to see what kind of defenses they come out with. And I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, how – the Bears offense plays against that Tampa Bay secondary. I mean, they have Allen Robinson, who you guys know I'm high on. I think he's a top 10, potentially could be a top five receiver if he had a decent quarterback. But, I mean, I think that's going to be one of the, I don't want to say low-scoring games of the week, but it's definitely, I don't think the Bucks are going to be putting up 30-plus points like they have been doing. Yeah, it's usually uh, not the case where we see a Thursday night game as one of the better games of the week. Um, and I'm happy one of you two mentioned it because you guys know I don't talk about Thursday games. Really hard to prepare for those games. And, guys, me and Lou are going to start taking interviews for a non-biased Pats fan uh, as the third co-host of Since the Sandbox. We'll just keep Kevin for the hot takes and, and when we're talking ball. Since Uh-oh. the Sandbox Boo. at hot, <laughs> Since the sandbox at hot mail. <laughs> Listen, just, hey, just, just mail me my resignation, will you? I've had enough. I guarantee a Brady fumble or a turnover this week. If you're a betting man, put it on the books. The, the, the Giants couldn't beat a pop on a team. The, the Colts got the luck of the Irish, but I'm the biased Pats fan. Forget about it. Kev, come three and one, three and one. Cam Newton for MVP. Come on. But guys, yes, sir. And we're seeing it now more than ever that the Pats need that man. And he is that man. We're seeing it now more than ever that Cam's that whole team, just as me and Lou have been saying, they got exposed for being fakers. Forget about it, Cam Newton. Yeah. He'll give him, He'll give you a solid 180 yards on 30 passes. <laughs> the only thing I'll add with the Pats game, right, is that they the Kansas City Chiefs got a classic Kansas City call when Chase Winovich had that strip sack and Calhoun carried that ball because that should have been New England ball and probably for a touchdown. I don't know if it would have changed that game because Stidham and Hoyer were still your quarterbacks. But, Kev, you mentioned the New York game, and my next game of the week is going to be a team that has a combined record of 1-7. The New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. This is usually a game that's good enough to be primetime week one. But now both of these teams are horrible, so we really don't even get that spotlight like that. But, guys, the NFC East – after four weeks, is still up for grabs. The division can still be won by anybody. The Eagles have it right now with, with a win and a tie. There's a bunch of teams in the NFC East that don't even have a win. 
all it takes is the Giants to pull an upset over a horrible Cowboys team to be right in playoff conversation. I know I should not be saying that. I'm not hopeful that they're going to make the playoffs. But, you know, it's realistic. And it's not as bad as, as Kev saying that the Pats still would have won. Yeah, man, Steven. Actually, I think an underrated game of the week in my last one is Eagles and the Steelers. I think that's a great game. Dynamically, they both have two great quarterbacks. I still think Wentz is very good. I think the Steelers have a way better defense, and I think they are going to prove they can compete with a very good team because they, they, their schedule has been weak to this point. I mean, the best team they've played has been the 0-4 Texans, realistically. So I'm excited. Uh, maybe the Eagles can get a little bit going. I mean, they're going to be healthier going into next week. Greg Ward won't be the number one, I hope. Poor Carson Wentz is playing with me, you, Kev, and I don't even know who else is out there for them. But yeah, I really like that game. Two gritty, hard-nosed teams with both solid pass rushes and good D-lines. So Steelers, Eagles, underrated game. Like both those games. Now I'm just going to dive in with my last game of the week. And this is a game, I don't know, maybe you guys, you know, have it on your list or consider it. I don't know. But I, I think this is going to be an interesting game. And that's the Chargers-Saints game. I mean, how do you guys feel about that game? I definitely think it's going to be an interesting game. But it depends. You know, I, I think it, it's going to be clear to say how the, the outcome will be if the Saints have Michael Thomas healthy or not. We see that Austin Eckler is going to be out for a significant time um, with that hamstring injury. If you guys read the Steven Toro article on the week, week three waiver wire guys on sinceofsandbox.net, I would have told you guys that Josh Kelly was only rostered in about 60% of leagues at that point in time. And something was going to happen that he was going to get skyrocketed and be owned in all leagues. And here it is. Now is your time to roll with Josh Kelly. I think he can debatably be an RB2 in fantasy football, depending on your league's formats. He's going to get the work. But, guys, if you're in a deep league, 12 to 14 team leagues, Justin Jackson is also going to see some work. They love doing two running backs there. But I, I do expect the Saints to handle business. But why would I be surprised if, if the Chargers came and gave them a game? Because look at what happened. The, the Lions almost beat the Saints and lost by less than a touchdown. I love that. And guys, also look out for our waiver wires of the week, including our fantasy rankings. We have a big, big week coming up for you guys. Guys, that wraps it up for our week five games of the week. You heard our NFL honors predictions. You heard our games of the week this episode. You heard our fantasy rankings. And we got you guys our first round of power rankings. So make sure you guys leave us that five-star review. I mean, it's the least you can do, right? Since the sandbox, we out.